Hey everyone, welcome to a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this episode is Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Becky. Um, so I'm super excited because this is an author that's been on my TBR for a minute, um, and I'm excited that we're finally doing an episode about one of her books. Oh, me too. This was my first book by her. Um, so on this quick shot of romance, we are reviewing Dangerous King by Sienna Snow. It's book one in the Street Kings series. Uh, we will link the synopsis of the book on our on-the-shelf show notes at buzzingaboutromance.com. Release for this was March 31st, 2021. Tropes, hidden identities, dark romance. I say dark, but it was kind of grayish. I agree. I think it was, um, it wasn't, it wasn't that dark. No, it has some like street gang mafia vibes, but it wasn't intense. No. Um, so he's a great, I say gray hero heroine. They straddle the line between the lawful and the unlawful. Yes. Um, and they're childhood friends. Uh, this is absolute romantic suspense. There is class difference between the two of them. Um, I say that now, but if you think about their childhood, there's not a class difference. No, it wasn't until she moved into her uncle's home that it changed. Um, This absolutely found family, and these two are fated to love. Um, This series is The Street Kings, and it's an interconnected standalone uh, point of view is dual first person put out percentage is 27%. Um, is there a third act breakup? And I said, no, but there is a choice she has to make. I agree. She, um, it, it's not a breakup, but they, they have a. I mean, there's a dark situation. Moment. They have a dark <laughs> moment. Yes. Like, she's confronted with, she has to make a decision. Like which, where does her loyalties lie? And what does her future look like? Yes. She has to decide whether I don't, well. (laughs) Yeah. We don't want to spoil it. Spoil it. (laughs) Um, So was this your first read by Sienna Snow? Yes, it was. Yeah. This is my second read by her. And I am obsessed. First of all, I think this is quality romantic suspense and super sexy spice. So if you like Maya Banks and her KGI series, then you will absolutely love this. Um, trying to think what other romantic suspense authors were similar. Honestly, it kind of, and I've only read one book by this author as well, but it kind of reminded me of the first book in the Nola Nights by Rena Morgan. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I love that you've read Rena Morgan. I love Rena Morgan. Anyway. I need to read more. Sienna Snow does, like, yeah, this is... This was so well done. Um, So let's talk about the characters. And I do want to state, Sienna Snow herself is um, Indian. But I do believe that she, so in this book, the hero and the heroine, so it's own voice, the the hero, it talks about Indian influence and Trinidad, um, also, that his father was a Trinidad Islander. Yes. Um, and so I think that there is something in her own background that is similar type thing. But I liked this. I liked that there was this, you know, legacy 
societal type melting pot um, with these characters. Yeah, it was worked in very well, um, described into their backgrounds and then um, even into their current life. Yeah. So with the gallery that she owns and then just kind of featuring, I think, a, a Trinidadian artist at one point. Yeah, it, she did. She featured a Trinidadian um, artist, but then, like, there was food. They talked about the type of food that, you know, his mother would have made him. Um, so our heroine's name is Danica. She is a white hacker, white hat hacker, but she is also owns a and runs a gallery with her cousin. Yes. And I really liked Danica's character. She was not a... Um, she was not a wallflower. Not at all. But she was... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was just going to say she's very um, independent and kind of upfront. And you learn more about why she is the way she is as the story unfolds. Yeah, she's kind of a badass. Um, I would agree. Now, you know, on first meet, she does come kind of off a little timid you quickly realize that that is simply she gives what people expect to see based on her family connection to her uncle. Um, but really she's so much more than that. It's so smart. Yeah. She's putting on a show to hide um, some ulterior motives. Yeah. I kind of have a little bit of a crush on her because like, she's really badass in this book. Yeah, I would agree. I really liked her a lot. Um, and our heroes, well, so I want to talk a little bit about Danica's background in her family. So she was, her mother and father have died. Um, her mother died from cancer and her father just basically died of a broken heart about four or five years later, correct? Or was right. he, did he have an accident? No, I think he, I think he died from a broken, broken heart. heart. Um, but her mother was the daughter of a very wealthy businessman. Um, and the mother married beneath her and yes. was disowned, not by her mother, but by her brother who was running the family business at the time. Correct. And so part of this within this story is we... Sienna Snow uses these family relationships, this family dynamic, these family expectation that is part of the suspense because there's things that are hidden that Danica's trying to get answers to. Yes. Um, and then we have Nick Hill, which he's our hero. He's kind of swoony. He's, he's a really good hero. <laughs> <laughs> super like when we say protector hero this guy is like this is what you want in your protector hero yes i mean you can he would burn the world down for her yeah um he absolutely has been pining for her since they were teenage i guess early teenagers yeah right? she was like 13 or 14 and he was 16 or 17 there's about a three-year age difference okay um and his family were immigrants from Trinidad and they, they lived in the same neighborhood and his parents died in a tragic uh, bus accident. Yes. And it's really, um, 
you know, it's it's very much I don't know, have you seen the show In the Heights? Like it's that No, I haven't. You live within this neighborhood, but the neighborhood is more than a neighborhood, it's a family. Everybody takes care of everybody else. And you quickly learn that between Nick and Danica, they really did have that neighborhood family that kind of cared for everybody. Yes, it was very much a found family vibe from their younger years till their current years for him. Nick is kind of, when he's orphaned, he's picked up kind of by the gang leader, the king of the street kings, um, and taken under his wing and taught the ways of the underground, really. Yes, off the street, so a little more um, higher end underground yeah like gambling sex clubs nightclubs (laughs) like all the things but it doesn't really get into like the too dark part of it i think this is where the whole you know he was a gray hero kind of thing because it it talks about the gambling and and the street gangs and stuff like that but there's no real you don't really get a crime vibe I think, or maybe like a murder vibe or anything like that. You don't. You don't. It definitely feels like executive level. And he has created businesses that are on the, you know, more white side of the law. More real estate development, I think, was how he described it. Yeah, because that's part of his biggest adversary is her uncle. Like, that is her enemy, his enemy. Um, he is doing everything he can to take this uncle down because he believes the uncle is responsible for a lot of bad things that have happened, not only to this neighborhood, but to him personally. Yes. And her uncle is absolutely the bad guy of the book. Oh, he is. He's terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you get the vibe that it's, it's, he's not only just a bad guy that he's abusive and treats his family like trash and he's just he's just not a good guy yeah um very controlling i will say so this series is going to be it's four found brothers in this street king series and yes i struggled the first two or three chapters because there is a lot of world building we are given kind of some information dumping but once yes, there was a lot of that once danica and nick get on the page together like i couldn't put it down no, I would agree. They're very dynamic together. Um, it was a really quick read once they got together for me as well. Yeah. Um, and I found them to be really great characters. Like, as I was reading this book, like, I was connecting to both of them in different ways. And it was more than just Steam, but like Nick, the protectiveness and Danica, just that, you know, always looking for, um, she just wants to do right and have everything, you know, be forward, forward facing and not um, hidden in the shadows anymore. Not living the lies. Yeah, I would agree. I, I really liked both of them a lot. Um, they just, they kind of jumped off the page for me and I was, I just really enjoyed it. I didn't have a bad thing to say about either one of them. No, they were really great characters and really well written. It was. It was very well written. Because there was more Um, than just, it was more than just this relationship. They both were like really intense in their jobs. But also like I said, he pined for her. 
but there's like he did things and I don't want to give anything away because this one item that he held on to that he owed her. Oh. Like I read that part and I'm like, what? What? That's like all the stomach flutters. Like that's that's swoon right there. It was. I mean, and he had he had a couple of things actually um that she didn't know about and you were just like, and he, he was saying kind of, oh, you know, I'm, I don't love her kind of at one point. It wasn't like, he's like, oh, it's not love. He just has this connection. And then eventually you're just like, yeah, you love her. You yeah. love her so much. Well, so both of them have tattoos that are pretty significant to the story and to their connection. And he got, it's so silly because like the moment she steps into his poker game, he's like, no, no, you, you come with me. Like you can't be here. You can't be here all the while in his head. You know that he's going, Oh yes, she's in my realm. She's mine now. And he never does let go. Like he basically moves her in. Oh yeah. And it was so funny to me because he's, she's been coming to these poker games and he's one of the owners, but his brothers have just like not informed him that she's been coming to these games. So yeah. it just, it was, it was just, that was kind of comical to me. Me too. I also really enjoyed some of her um, sleight of hand and tech with the lipstick uh, containers. That was great. Um, I'm not going to tell you their significance, but like, so incredibly smart. So again, Sienna Snow, she layered these just really smart little pieces into this book and into these characters that just made it that much more of a phenomenal read. Yeah, I would agree. There was there was so much woven into their relationship between how they felt about each other, their history, and then how they were tying into each other's world like right now. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was very well done. Yeah. Um, and uh, Nick is keeping a pretty big secret. So one of the characters that we meet in this book is Jaina, who is uh, Danica's cousin. Yes. And Danica was married to uh, Nick's brother, his biological brother, I believe. Is it biological or just found? No, I think that's, no, I think it's just found. I don't think the three of them or the four of them are related okay. at all to each other. Well, his friend Sam is Jaina's half-brother. Yes. So he is Danica's cousin. He's Danica's cousin. Um, yes. But so we have Jaina. She was married to one of Nick's found brothers. And... um the brother is presumed dead and he died in a fiery car accident. And there's yes. all this stuff about that, which you learn very early on in the book. Like you learn about uh, Kier and the accident and, you know, his death. And I just yeah, it's say. not, it's not something that happens later. It's, it's revealed pretty, pretty quickly in the book. I'm kind but that of, gives it a whole nother layer of tension and mystery that you just want to, you want to know what happens next with that. Um, I'm kind of desperate for that next book, but I've got to get through like all these other books so I can read that to find out. Cause 
Yeah. And it just, it, it added some angst, but with, but that's one of the things. So I don't know about you, but for me, I don't mind an angsty book as long as the angst has a purpose. Yes. And if I know it going into, I don't like to get into a book and then just be like, oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize that was happening. Yeah. But their angst, like, particularly this piece of the story with Jaina, like, it just added to a level of intensity and connection and chemistry between them. Yeah, and I think it set it up for there to be a a conflict between them without it being something that either one of them did to each other. I mean, it, it kind of was, but it was it was a little bit outside of their relationship. Yeah. So... It wasn't a, an angst with each other kind of thing. Yeah. I think. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I think it does. Um, so I want to just take a couple minutes and talk about this first kiss that they have. Oh, wow. That was. Um, Holy first kisses. Yeah. Like, so she's been pulled out of the poker game. He takes her into the, is it the library or his office? Or just another I think room. I think it's in it's in his office in what they call the library, which is basically kind of like a library bookstore that they use as a front for the gambling. Okay, so deal. he takes her in there, and um, they're having a very intense conversation. Yes, and then we get this kiss. It was, uh, it was pretty like page melting. Yeah, it was. I would say. Like, um, I have been wanting to do an episode on intense first kisses. And let me just tell you, I highlighted all the things on that kiss because, um, it was everything that kiss, like, um, he, cause so Nick says we're, he thinks we're going to fuck and there will no doubt about that. And when it happens, I had a feeling I was going to relive it for the rest of my life. And then when he kisses her, um, he like talks about how it's going to be the first time he kisses her. And then it leads to the kiss. And I'm like, hello, sir. You just like yeah. laid it out for her. Yeah. And it's, it's, it was, it was a great scene. Yeah, it was it was a very, very intense first kiss. Like, I yeah, that was one for record books. Yeah. And they have they have a few intense scenes before they get to the actual. Yeah. Action. I guess we could say. They um, do because the kiss that kiss leads to some other things, but then it's interrupted because they're being raided by the police. Yes. And I thought that, oh, my God, I laughed at that moment because she knew about it before he did. And he's like, what? They're on my payroll. And she's like, well, I'm telling you, you need to clear this out. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're in this intense physical scene and both of their phones just start blowing up. And she's like, are you going to answer that? He's like, are you going to answer that? And oh, it was uh, it was great. It was really, really well done. Um, so. Was there anything in this book that you didn't love that that bugged you a little bit in the story? Not really. Um, 
I think maybe when she has to make the choice that she makes, I was kind of like, at first I was a little confused about why he was asking her to make the choice. Um, I think it was more him being like protective, like, you know, do I, can you walk away from your revenge yeah. um, for me? And I was like, well, you know, why does she have to walk away? Why can't she do both? But then there's a, a separate part to that, that where she, the choice becomes more important. Yeah. Um, so it kind of ties it off. And I mean, that was really it. I didn't have any parts of this that I didn't like. Um, the world building for me kind of felt, you know, similar to other romantic suspense books. So I didn't really have any kind of problem with that. Um, I did get their names a little confused at first in the introduction um, because it was, she was Danny, she was Danica, he was Nikhil, and then he was Nick or Hill. And sometimes I have, you know, and then all of his brothers and I was kind of like, oh, wait. And then her friend's name is, it starts with a D as well. So I was like, it was a lot of myself. name dumping. It was a lot of name dumping. Yeah. I had to stop myself a couple of times and be like, okay, wait, who is this? Yeah. But. And I think that's why it was that first two, three chapters that I was like, okay, um, I need to get to the crux to the story. Like I need them to meet so that I know who's who at this point. Um, but you're right. Yeah. It very much fits into a romantic suspense um, because there is a long game plot happening in these books. Yes. And we get the setup for, you kind of know who's going to pair off into the next couple of books. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I cannot wait. Um, okay. Thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. Thank you for having me. Um, until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 